Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast. I'm your host, LaZero, and I'm joined by uh, Awesomeness, Awesomeness, or Dr. Ukulele, whatever you want to call him. Uh, one of the longest, uh, you know, serving patrons. Is that even the right way to put it? I don't know. Uh, but welcome. How do you feel about being on the show for the first time? Well, you know, amazing, of course. On on my favorite podcast that I've only listened all the way through more times than most people you know i don't um, i don't think anyone's listened to it more than you have i don't <laughs> like i i think that's a fact like that's a fact um actually okay now that we've now that i've thought about this i'm like we haven't done a survey in a while so i feel like that like you know november december we should do another survey going into the fifth year anniversary well, um, you let me I, know so i can re-listen to the entire podcast and show everybody up <laughs> how many times you. have you listened to the entire show it will be one of the questions um yes. uh i guess one thing that I, I need to get your reaction on right away is how do you feel about the switch from the pre-show energy to the uh, main episode energy what's what's your feeling about that is it jarring are you doing okay <laughs> no this is kind of how i assumed it went to be honest yeah oh i should yeah. have said the intro even faster just to like really switch it up on you uh but yeah we are we are in our show we are in the main show the main rocket league show our flagship show um we are getting close to episode 250 um which we are gonna try desperately to coincide with the 50th anniversary um and uh we couldn't have done it without you know patrons such as dr ukulele law awesomeness or awesomeness i'm gonna keep going between those three until until the end of the episode uh without the help of fine folks like yourself so with that in mind uh what am i gonna do now segway well no desperately try oh. to get to the patrons while you that continue too. talking uh and is, i yeah, like to think there happens. it is you know, listen we got a few tropes i feel like someone who's listened to it you know listened to us so many times should like know them by now but i, I mean technically know. it's a segue so you're not wrong you're not wrong uh zodiac 22 too much space chaos maker space bear frank awesomeness digital toast paint <laughs> young slug and pk thank you so much for your continued support 
Um, yeah, and now my throat's gone, and uh, that'll, be the end of, that'll be the end of that. But no, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. So, um, yeah, thank you so for your continued support. We're going to the main show, main episode, and there's only one topic that I really brought you on for awesomeness. Okay, and uh-huh. it's 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 to serve an under you know, uh, a voiced class in the rock league scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mm-hmm. a, a, a class of players that, that sometimes we talk about on the show and they feel like, you know, their voices aren't heard. Uh, they feel like, you know, sometimes, sometimes some of the topics, you know, especially Wabs these days, like you don't even know what he's talking about now. He has like a PhD in in rock league now, like it's, it just gets far fetched. Right. Uh, right. and I'm talking about, you know, the everyday Rocket League player that doesn't, you know, sometimes on our show, we don't, we don't, you know, appeal to you enough. And you're here as the sole representative. You actually represent every player uh, in Diamond and Below. Uh, so I just want you to know that. That's the that's the pressure I'm putting on you for this episode. Then I would like to apologize to everybody, Diamond and Below, for what's about to happen here. Fair. But um, I think, like, in a couple episodes back, uh, and I think we did this with Wabs, I've done this with Cursor, I think I've even done it with Messi, we've kind of went through different ranks and said different things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and my question to you is, what, do you feel like there's certain things that are talked about with these lower ranks that are just, like, untrue? Like, it's just assumptions players that play in higher ranks have about these other ranks that are just no longer true? If you have any of those, we'd like to go through them, dissect them right now. I mean, I would say they're they're definitely can be mm-hmm. kind of kind of depends i think for anybody who listened to the last episode where wabbits had his epiphany with playing down that you know <laughs> comparatively yes like the lower ranks garbage but you know those people are playing playing peak peak rank you know like leave those people alone Okay. Do you, do you feel like Wabs? Well, my problem with Wabs's revelation is that I think the the part that he missed. So essentially, Wabs said like when you play down, you have to like play as badly as people there. Is that is that about the assumption? Am I am I remembering this correctly? That's yeah, that's about accurate. And he was he was pretty much. The, like the assume they're gonna was, miss. Everyone's yeah, gonna miss. Assume that everyone. your teammates are that the opponents are just as bad as your teammates. Yes. Yeah. Um. The only problem is, I think if you do that, I, it's one of those things where where I understand his sentiment, but I think if you actually think people are bad, then they'll just hit the net and you'll just get scored on from time to time. Like I, True. I don't True. know. I, don't, I don't, like I feel if you start thinking like that, it's gonna be like even if they hit it like one in ten times, they're gonna hit it once, and you're like, well, I didn't expect that. Um, which I guess maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is like nine times out of ten, they they will play it badly, and so if you're assuming that, then then you can like predict harder. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, how about how do you feel about the assertion? I think Cursor is the one who mentioned this about um when diamond players on defense tend not to go like they'll go very aggressively in offense but on defense they'll be like super timid to go is that is that a fair assumption we're debunking myths right now see the thing about that is right is i pers me personally i'm a mm-hmm. very 
I've always been like a very good defender. I've played like a very mm. good third man role. So I learned pretty quick in like low diamond to to challenge. But as someone who's kind of dipped in and out of like the champ ranks and in in like back down into diamond and playing with diamonds, that is something I kind of noticed just in general of the lower ranks mm-hmm. is that a lot of people are very confident in their offense, but not a lot of people are very confident in their defense. And so, so what happens because of that? When people, you know, start to learn how to shadow defend or how to defend a little bit better, they're very hesitant to actually like challenge the ball because they don't know how to take a challenge. They're not used to taking defensive challenges and making sure the ball goes where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. So instead, they get this weird hesitation where they want to go, but they're choosing not to go to try and play safer, in quotations, safer. Mm. So it is, it's one of those things where I think it's less that they're not willing to go, but more that they're hesitating to do so. But do you, and this is like what I get a sense sometimes, right? When I, when I'm playing like on my upper, we'll say my upper, uh, upper ceiling, right? Um, is that sometimes it's not even that I hesitate. It's that you don't even have the, like there's some balls that are moving so quickly, like around the boards or what have you, that you don't have the confidence to go for it. You know what I mean? Well, that's I what think... I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. that lack of confidence leads to hesitation. You add you, with Rocket League, and this is going to be a tip. If you're hey. <laughs> unsure whether you should go or not, don't go. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, what I learned to help me build confidence and to not hesitate so much is to actively tell yourself whether you're going to go or not. Mm-hmm. So if you don't decide to immediately go, reposition. Otherwise, tell yourself you're going for the ball, and regardless of what happens, go for it. Because that's kind of verbal confirmation. When you make a mistake, you'll remember. That, you know, when you tell yourself you're not going, that verbal confirmation, if you make a mistake, you'll remember. Instead of just kind of doing that thing that I think all low-ranking players do, which is kind of drive backwards and forwards in the net really awkwardly. It's like, how does that help you? <laughs> at, at least do the circle. You know, if you're not going to go, at least do a half circle around your... around your. uh around your what's it called your your crease your area there yeah um i i think it's also really interesting to like think about um how it, it's one of those things if you like you see a pro do something like that you just assume they they like they've calculated all the possibilities right <laughs> when they're doing those like 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 sitting in a net or something right they're like i'm confident enough to get to any ball that comes this way um while i think maybe that's a tough thing when you're in lower ranks it's like okay somebody decides not to go for the ball but they also kind of just sit there so like i suppose to add to this tip i would say if you're if you're gonna be passive you're gonna be like oh i'm gonna defend then flip out and go to the back post so it's very clear to your teammates that they can go you know what i mean yeah yeah. So if exactly. you, if you're the first person that's supposed to go for the ball and you just do a turn and then you go back to the back post, the teammate knows to go, right? So I, I think that's an important tip. Yeah, especially because you know 
Rocket League without comms is all car language. Like you have to interpret, you have to try and interpret what your teammate is doing by the way that they move around the field. Mm. So in lower ranks, it's very difficult, obviously, because everything is so chaotic and unplanned and just all over the place. So I feel like making those making those bigger rotations in the lower ranks definitely helps kind of convey to your teammates what you are doing. Yeah, I think I think that's very fair. Um Yeah. Is there is sure. there is there stuff like if you if you ever played played up or as you're playing down that you notice like the way people convey is worse or better? Um <laughs> Because I like, for instance, I'm I'm right now I'm I'm hit, I'm champ one and I'm actually starting to hit like closer to champ two, mm-hmm. um, and for me this is this has become again like a jump up for me just because I hadn't played for so long that like just now I'm getting back into it, um, and I find that like my ability to predict what people can do and can't do is now gone again because I have to like relearn how people like people don't like aren't really showing people are just going right so you'll get more double commits and you can't hesitate but also if two people go in you have to like kind of do this half turn so like if i i find like the body language of the way people are playing is actually worse because i don't know if they're going or not um and maybe when you're playing at your upper like ceiling it's it's almost like you just kind of have to guess sometimes because people are just trying to get to the ball as quickly as possible right like they start cutting more and that's kind of part of the game like whoever's closest should go for the ball but to be able to read when to cut or when not to cut, I think it, it gets harder again because people are just flying all over the place. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing about when people do start to get more confident kind of closer to the champ ranks. I would say mm-hmm. people definitely get a lot more confident in their ability to do what they want with the ball mm-hmm. and kind of pull off slightly harder mechanics. So... I feel like when it comes to like low champ even or like low champ high diamond you really just have to take that first minute to kind of see how people play the game Mm. and if you kind of realize this guy this one player is cutting a lot then you just you know give him some space or just stuff like that especially like because i feel like now Mm -hmm. the lower ranks are way better than they used to be of course you know mm-hmm. a lot more low diamond players are actually able to they're even down like into gold a lot of gold players now are able to actually like do stuff with the ball whether that be like when i was coming up the ranks i've made a few friends playing rocket league and <laughs> meeting some people who were in the lower ranks who were only bad because they were trying to do too much with the ball mm-hmm. because they just had so much that they could do. I feel like that's where the issue starts to creep in of just being overconfident. Like, oh, so, there's, so there's certain players that they actually have learned so many skills, but they don't know how to apply them at all. So they have right. a lot of things in their toolbox that can do, they do it in, inconsistently. And as they're playing, because they have all these options, they just end up not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, like I used to know a gold player whose like entire focus of the game was just his ground play. Like he was just godly at dribbling the ball for a gold player. Mm-hmm. But as soon as anybody like challenged him 
or anybody, you know, kept it up in the air or did anything like even remotely a little more fancy with the ball. He was just totally lost. So it's like, yeah, he's got a really good ground game and could fake anybody in the low ranks, but he's not ranking up because all it takes is one person to be confident in their challenge for him to lose the ball. And and so when that happens, yeah, and then his teammates, of yeah. course, just I'm left just, back just... there by themselves. Like, well, <laughs> I guess the ball's coming this way now. How many how many tubes do you see? I think that's the one thing I want to know. Like where where someone's like, I've learned, I finally learned how to how to how to dribble the ball in my car, and then they just tee people up for shots on your net. You know. For some reason, I feel like it gets worse the higher... It gets worse? In Interesting. Explain that. Explain because that. Because people get so confident with their ability to dribble the ball that they will catch it literally, like, right in front of their net and then dribble it out. And it's like... It's great that you're confident enough to catch the ball where you caught it, but in front of the net, ain't it? Like, why? That is not an okay place to catch the ball. Or so I play in two different leagues, mm -hmm. like two different Rocket Rocket League leagues. And two of my teammates in one of the leagues I play in are slightly lower than me in rank, but they're way better mechanically. Mm -hmm. And the amount of times that I have watched them catch the ball on the sidewall, and then because they're facing the net, dribble it across the net, is just like, it's totally ridiculous. It's like don't don't do that. Don't <laughs> take the ball anywhere else, please. <laughs> and and like I think those are those are things too. Like it's is your awareness because you're someone who's played so much of the game, right? Yeah. I imagine your awareness of danger is probably a lot better than a lot of these players. Even if you're in the same rank, like there's some players that just uh, aren't aware of like what they're doing is like actually risky or not risky, right? <laughs> um, like I think there's probably a transition where hitting the ball in front of your own net like like passing it in you know just off the boards um becomes safe again i don't know yeah. that makes sense like yeah. like because you're like like once you're getting the higher champ like your teammates should be ready for you to bounce it off and be there before the attackers are there um right. and if they're not then they just didn't react fast enough so so even though it's like quote-unquote risky play if, if people are ready for it it's not actually that risky um so i like i wonder if um if you find like there's like a lot of risk averse, I, I just wonder how many people actually have a really good grasp of the game, and how many people are just kind of like getting away with mechanics and in, in, in diamond. It's probably. Well, I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely say, like, obviously you can split two player, you can split players into two groups of the like mechanical versus the rotational, which I view rotation as a mechanic, but that's not what this podcast is about right now. So nope. we'll nope. we'll uh, leave that there for now. Um, but I would say the players who come up as more rotational players like myself, who don't focus super hard on mechanics, mm -hmm. have maybe a better understanding of kind of what is risky and what isn't, because they tend to, since they're not very mechanical, they have to take their opportunities on the ball a little more carefully because they can't do nearly as much. Mm -hmm. as to where a mechanical player in the lower ranks typically can get by until like high champ on just mechanics alone i would say mm -hmm. so kind of 
learning where that risk aversion is, I feel like is a lot harder for players who focus solely on mechanics as their way of ranking up. Mm. And like, but then, then like, it's it's so tough because sometimes those players can get away with just continuing to do what they're doing because people around them will adjust, right? Like, well, yeah, because yeah, you know, how is a gold going to defend another gold that can flip reset on them? You know what I mean? <laughs> so all that person's going to do until low diamond when people start to actually know how to aerial is just mm -hmm. going to keep flip resetting until they get into low diamond where people start to aerial more. What can be done about this? I feel, uh, is it is it undeserved though, or do do they actually deserve the rank? I mean, I would say they deserve the rank personally, because mm -hmm. even even though players aren't well rounded, like it, it's sooner or later a non well rounded player will stop ranking up, and if they've spent the time and energy to learn mechanics and they're mm -hmm. using them and scoring goals, then I see no reason that they shouldn't continue to rank up. Mm. But it just feels bad, you know? Oh, yeah. Nobody likes getting flip reset on or, you know, air dribble bumped in low ranks because that's the one skill that this person's been practicing and can pull off, you know, one of ten times. Um, I, I feel like I digressed a little bit. Uh, but yeah, risk aversion. Risk aversion. That, that's what we were talking about. Yes. Um... I don't know. I mean, with risk aversion, you know, if you can flip reset in a low rank, why wouldn't you go for flip resets in a low rank, even if it is risky? You know what I mean? So I feel like those those mechanics kind of almost create risk in lower ranks mm -hmm. because people are people look at Rocket League. A lot of people look at Rocket League. And they only see the fancy stuff. Mm. And they don't realize that the fancy stuff creates a lot of risk. So, Especially when you use up all your boost. Yeah. Or, have, <laughs> or even just have poor recoveries. Like, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of players now who can recover from one side of the field to the other with no boost in plenty of time. It's just realizing that, you know, both of my teammates are up the field. And if I do this one thing, it's going to put all of us upfield is kind of where you get your low-ranking players to your high-ranking players. Yep. I I don't have anything more to add. That. <laughs> That's why I'm just I'm just like <laughs> uh I think I think we've covered this a lot. Um okay. Uh we're talking about yeah, this is kind of a lower-ranked players episode. Not like again, I feel like you're the you're the king of of all the lower rank players. How do you feel about that, Oscar? Awesome? Yes. Don't 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 give me that crown. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm trying to rank okay. up. I don't want it. Okay, okay. But I mean, for the purpose of this podcast, <laughs> what is not talked about enough by the more higher rank players and podcasts such as mine? For lower ranking players, hmm. I think ultimately. A lot of Rocket League podcasts tend to have players who do end up higher ranking. Mm -hmm. Like, at the start of this podcast, obviously, like, y'all weren't as high rank as you are now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like a lot of the issues brought up for, like, tips and tricks and stuff was very, like, on point for the rank at the time. But I feel like now a lot of those podcasts... A lot of those people are very much higher rank, right? 
mm-hmm. or even people feel now that say for like you know youtube channels and stuff like that that the only the only people who can post on there are people who are like gc or above right a lot of podcasts don't include low-ranking players anymore simply because they feel like the content won't be interesting but Mm -hmm. for when a majority of the player base is diamond a lot of these people you know they want to ask questions they want to bring up topics they want to you know find tips and tricks that they can actually apply to their game because yeah gc can tell you you know what you need to do to rank up but that doesn't necessarily help a lot of the player base from the standpoint of okay but like you understand how to do this i need it a little bit better explained so when y'all were still very low ranking and you brought up you know you brought up a lot of good points for your rank at the time and i feel like a lot of podcasts just kind of miss out on that now they don't mm-hmm. have any lower ranking players to maybe ask questions or to bring up even niche questions. Like a lot of low ranking players have small problems to fix. It's mm-hmm. not that they, you know, can't hit the ball or that they can't do this one mechanic or that they can't rotate. It's that they just need to make this minor change. So and a lot of Do you know what the answer is then for them? <laughs> I would say for those podcasts, they just oh, no, need for to, us too, right? Just, like yeah, for go ahead. The, the, I was gonna say the player specifically, right? <laughs> uh, like like, so it's do you, is it is it like uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is is it from a perspective of essentially there, there's some minor changes that isn't just oh like learn to hit the ball right, which is condescending and you know, uh, but is it is it more like it's sometimes a very individual habits that that are kind of hard to talk about Um, spring is in the air at littleton coin company and we want to help you brighten your collection visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15 percent off your purchase with a wide selection of coins paper money supplies and more littleton coin company has something for every collector's taste use promo code spring at littletoncoin.com for 15 percent off your purchase all month long restrictions apply littleton coin company serving collectors since 1945. Of course, I would say Mm -hmm. a lot of high-ranking players have a very much more generalized view of the game. Mm, Interesting. Which is why a lot of them plateau out at high ranks. Whoa, the shots are being fired today. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because that's why you always hear, like, when high-ranking players hit GC, and then they can't rank up anymore, they just stop playing the game. And it's like, well... Because now you have small issues to work on. And that, <laughs> you don't want to work the, on them before. <laughs> yeah. And the exact same thing could be said for a lot of low-ranking players. Yeah, could they learn to hit the ball better and harder and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, but they could also just learn to single jump on their challenges. Like, that's a minor change <laughs> that can rank you up immediately. How, how many? Okay, how many players that are like champ players don't understand that if you're at a boost and you just hold A, you jump higher? Like I don't probably all of them to be honest with you. There you go. There's another tip for for lower rank players. You your double jump if you hold it longer, you will jump higher without any boost. Even, yeah, even I forget that. But I mean that one's good because I think one of the it's one of those things where you actually start playing around with it, you can incorporate it into your game, right? Like exactly. it'll actually make a big difference. Um, in those very tight the first time you use it you'll be a little confused because <laughs> you'll be like oh no i over jumped the ball but you'll you'll start saying like oh i have no boost but i can at least actually get some height here 
Yeah, exactly. And then stop a shot or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think I think we're getting somewhere here. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if that's the case. Um, okay. So we talked about that. Uh, how about positional play, like rotation wise? How do you how do you feel? Like we we just like you know, high rank players might be like, oh, they don't rotate back pose. Oh, they don't do this. Don't do that. Uh, how, what's what's the myth here? What's the uh, what's the secret? What's the reality? Honestly, I I'm I'm just gonna agree with high ranking players on this one. To be honest with you, okay. As as somebody who plays with low ranking players, it can be miserable. Anything under GC, it's like some people know to rotate, and some people it's like they've never seen back post in their entire life. It's like the back post just doesn't exist. It's 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 incredible and do you play around it or do you just have to keep playing like consistently as if they're gonna do the right thing because then you might get a bad habit that doesn't work as you rank up right if you start adjusting to them too much well i would say that's the thing that's actually kind of almost detrimental is that you have to play like you have to learn to play around it Mm -hmm. but you also have to remember to take each game for what it is Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll get in a game and your your teammates will rotate back post. And it's like, at that point, you can't continue to just cut them off over and over and over again because you don't think they're going to go back post. However, when a majority of your games, your teammates are just going to keep cutting you off, then you have to, you know, you have to make that adjustment. Let, let your ball chase their teammates, chase the ball while you just kind of hang out and, you know, wait for your opportunities. Okay, with with that in mind, I guess I guess my next question to you is um do you think that a lot of low-ranked players have the problem of thinking they should be high-ranked players? Like is that in itself this this a mentality that keeps them down there? Um, or, or is this all just like a fabricated thing where I'm always like, yeah, don't worry about your rank, blah, blah, blah. But you know, but in reality, you're actually like, no, this, this is like a thing that you have to look at. As a low ranking player who believes that they deserve GC, um, I would like to advocate for our cause. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do think it's definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're, you're, you need a hundred more hours of practice. Good, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can look at GC gameplay, or or even like a lot of players can have like a knowledge of the game higher than their rank. I would say, and I think that's what creates a lot of a lot of egos for low ranking players mm-hmm. is that they're able to look at higher ranking games and predict what's going to happen, or they can read plays better than other players or they they do one thing better than most of the players at their rank and that's what causes that mentality until they actually play someone higher ranking than them and then they realize oh like i have all these flaws that i need to work on how about how about uh practice wise just to switch gears here a little bit um i'm i'm just like kind of thinking i wonder like do you feel find yourself like as you got closer to champ, you were like less or more motivated to do like individual training packs and practice outside of or like free play practice outside of the actual games? So there was kind of a point in time 
where I was actually really dedicated to like getting good at Rocket League. Mm -hmm. Like for an entire year, I sat down every single day and played the game. I wouldn't necessarily say that I practiced like in free play or training packs at the time. But at the same time, I was kind of supplementing that by playing hours upon hours of games. Mm -hmm. You know, when you spend a year playing Rocket League for like six hours a day, you're bound to at least get a little better, I would hope. <laughs> now that I'm <laughs> more towards my goal and realizing that the game is, you know, a lot harder and that I actually need to like work on my mechanics and being confident in hitting the ball the way I want it to be hit you know what i mean mm -hmm. put it putting it where i want it to go now i've definitely taken a step back and been like okay like i need to practice so and i've definitely noticed the difference too you can even like for a lot of people they don't necessarily notice the difference straight away mm -hmm. but when you set the game down for a little while and you come back to it sometimes all like the difference between you playing bad that day and the and you playing good that day could literally be like one training pack mm -hmm. like i've been doing backboard therapy before some of my rsc matches mm -hmm. and i noticed that after doing even just a couple of shots rotating the car and making sure that the ball goes in the net properly and getting shots that i'm actually like happy with that aren't just garbage shots that's my gameplay and my car control and everything just feels so much better in my matches for RSC. And is that, yeah, and that's probably one of those things where, like, it's good to get the hours in with six hours a day. The only problem is, like, you, if if you had spent, like, 30 minutes that day being very, like, particular about um how you played or, or like, you, you, let's just say you had a good training session, right? Like, maybe you'd actually build better habits, right? Yeah, Maybe to actually build the right thing to do. And so like six hours, it's 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 definitely a tough feeling of between, uh, <laughs> you know, like, oh my goodness, I want I need to practice as much as I possibly can. And then it's like, what's actually helping me develop good things to do in the game, right? Well, you just, and, yeah, you want to play the game instead of practicing. And so it's understandable. That's true too. <laughs> yeah. You just want to enjoy yourself. Exactly. But do, do, do you still enjoy yourself when you're like five hours in though? Because I feel like that... I don't care what game I'm playing. I'm I'm probably pretty tired by that point. At the time, as a you know child in high school, yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, video games were like my only form of enjoyment in life. Playing video games with friends, or even just playing video games solo. So mm -hmm. at the time, yeah, of course. But like now that I'm an adult, after like a few hours, or even just like one or two hours of playing a single game, I'm like, okay, like I could go do something else. Well, no, like I, because I can really enjoy Rock League for about an hour, right? But I find after that, like, I my brain gets tired, and it's it's. I think it's like one of those things where I look at it, and it's like, one, I'm not ranking up at this point, you know, <laughs> like like my quality of play is gonna go down. Also, my enjoyment's going down, right? So it's like if those two things are happening, uh, then what am I doing here? You know? Yeah, but, you kind of you kind of lose that that flow state, and you're like, well. <laughs> but I but I wonder when you're. Fun, Younger though, there's like a certain drive though that also motivates you. Like I'm gonna be the best, you know. Like I like that that kind of like that's there in the back of your mind. While while it wouldn't be in other situations. Well, and you know you don't really have anything better to do either. So for most people, at least for like for most kids, they're you know 
yeah, they could go help clean the house. But as a kid, who's going to go help clean the house? You're just going to play video games. Fair enough. <laughs> but as Fair an adult, enough. you know, you get up at the end of the hour and you're like, I could be being productive right now instead of playing Rocket League. <laughs> welcome, yeah, welcome to adulthood, I guess. I know. Uh, Wonderful. But, but I mean, it, like, I, I think that is, is, is both, it's kind of, it's kind of nice though, that your, your, your mind's kind of switched in that ways, in some ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To kind yeah. Of, just being more feeling, I think the feeling of being productive is just way more enjoyable than getting to the end of a Rocket League session being like, what did I actually accomplish today? <laughs> um, but I mean, like, uh, the thing is, like, at least with the Rocket League, like, I still get a kick out of, like, going to free play and doing, like, a flip reset. The fact I can do a free reset f- feels very rewarding in a, in a training, you know, thing, right? So right. I, I, there is still some enjoyment kind of found in that. When your hard um, work pays off, yeah. When your hard yeah. Okay, so uh, I have put you and grilled you and asked you about these uh, low-ranked players for the last, you know, over half an hour. I think it's time that you put me in the hot seat a little bit here. Okay, you ready? I, w- I would love to. Okay, so you are able to ask any question, preferably Rocket League related. However, I will give you, like, if it's, like, adjacent, you know, Rocket League adjacent, I will allow that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything maybe the community wants to know, anything anything you want to ask, this is, this is th- as a representative now of everybody in the whole world that isn't me, what do you mm-hmm. want to ask me here? What's it like having fallen from grace, Lazero? You were uh, GC once. Um, not too bad, actually. I, uh, I. It's not that I don't strive to get better because I'm actually on the on my way back up, but mm-hmm. I found because I've at least hit that, like that feeling of, oh, I want to hit GC isn't as, isn't as pressing, you know. So it's it's actually a load off my chest. And, like, some other people might look at it and it's like, that's just uh, you coping. And maybe they're right. (laughs) Maybe they're right. Who knows? I think, I actually think that's so interesting that you have people like Cursor, who, who, their goal was GC, and now that he's hit GC, he's like, you know, I want to be SSL. And then you you very much have people that are like once they hit GC they're like okay, like we're done the game is done I've completed my goal I'll come back every so often to get rewards here and there, and that's that. It's just it's just an interesting dichotomy I feel like for Rocket League players. Yeah, but it does is that a bad thing? I wouldn't say so. I think you know meeting your goals and feeling like you've accomplished something is you know most people would love to feel like they've accomplished you know at least something like they haven't just spent a thousand hours doing nothing (laughs) well like for me like for instance like if i take starcraft for instance right um i took like a complete break from that game and i think it was like what four years ago or something or three years ago i went back and my only goal is to hit diamond that was it and then when i hit it i was good I had no further aspirations. I'm just like, <laughs> this was something like eight years before that. I was really close hitting, and now I finally hit it. So, so it was. It's kind of nice. Like that was nice. It's like I've, I've gone to the level I want to in this game, and I can see myself like at this level in this game, and I have nothing else to prove. And I was totally happy with that. And I actually played a game the other day. I had a friend come over, um, 
we we played StarCraft. He completely destroyed me. He was like a guy who used to be pro. Uh, so completely destroyed me. That that was okay. Then we played um, Age of Empires. He also destroyed me. And I'm like, wow, you don't even play that much of this game. You're just you're just that good. Uh, and then we played Rocket League, and I beat him in that. But then we played two v two Rocket League, and it was actually pretty cool because. Uh, he was playing mouse and keyboard. I'm like, this is not going to go well. Uh, and we played some 2v2s online. And uh, we, well, we just played one, really. But we managed to win it, and I was very happy. Um, but the point was, like, everything in that game was accomplished. I don't think I necessarily have a set goal in Rock League, right? Um, right? Like, I think one thing that Rock League has become for me, actually, kind of on this topic, is that it's it's my most relaxing game, if that makes sense. It is the most flow statey game for me. So if I really just want to unwind, I think it, it is the most for that, right? Like I'm I'm, you know, FC twenty four came out, so I'm playing a bit of that. And and that game I can only play like three or four games and then I'm kinda like good. You know what I mean? Right. Like I really want to play it, then I play a couple games and then I'm good, right? <laughs> and then with Rock League, I can just like put a podcast on and just play a couple games and I find myself more drawn to just playing, especially maybe the speed of the games, right? Like there's not that much commitment and it's just mm -hmm. a lot faster. Like it's just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just flowing. I'm just playing. And I think that's maybe my relationship with the game now. And do you think that was still the case when you were a full-time host of ASAP of the, the Rocket League <laughs> podcast? Or would you say that it's definitely, definitely changed since then? I think if um, we hadn't done what we did this past year, um, I, I don't know what it would have happened. I mean, you can already kind of see it right now. Like, um, like these episodes are coming out a little later, right? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying you replace but hold on. Let me, <laughs> but, but, um, like for instance, uh, you know, uh, we just a lot of scheduling conflicts and stuff. So we, we, we've had a tougher time the last couple of weeks, but like, that's what a lot of last year was, right? Just, um, before we kind of took on messy and cursor, um we had we had a lot of trouble trying to trying to kind of really like just make sure we're releasing episodes um so so it's one of those things where are you saying that it i think i think when i was really serious in the game so like the first two years i don't think there's ever a problem with it does that make mm -hmm. sense like i'd be right. i'd be more uh playing because that was just my drive to be like the absolute best of this game um but i think this is probably a lot better for the even for the podcast sake mm -hmm. because i'm not burned out from the game so uh like i kind of took like what five months so i don't really have internet right right um so so it was kind of nice because now i just have this thing where every time like every so often i'm just like hey y'all just play some game like it's it's actually in me to to just like pop it on play a couple games and and off and while there's probably a point before that where it wasn't playing at all and then you try and do the podcast and that's that's doesn't work it's tough it's <laughs> tough um because if, if you're not playing it's even harder to just be watching right like i right. i think at least uh of the two things there so the podcast has always kind of been a less of a like how do i put it it's more been like a side by side for you than something that you were like playing rocket league because of no i would have ne i don't think i've ever i don't think i've ever been like um let's like I'm playing Rock League because I have a podcast, right? I don't know if that's ever been a thing that I've decided. Right. Um, 
So I don't know what that means, but <laughs> well, I feel like that would that, that answer the questions, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But pretty much. I feel like that's what would have been best for the podcast, anyways. Mm-hmm. Not feeling like you have to, but because you want to instead. Really? Well, like, like, but it, like, I, I just if if I'm already like, let's say I was already burnt out of of just playing the game, right? Like, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know, forcing myself to do something that would bring like make the podcast any better i guess is the point right 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 yeah any any other questions um not really when are when are you gonna adopt me for real zero what do you mean you know, by i'm i'm your adoptive son i will not be adopting you at any point via a stream that if you didn't catch you wouldn't understand what is going on here but well i think you already explained it so you know yeah i'm not i don't think that's a question that uh yeah i don't think i need an answer i, I, <laughs> I answered it and we're moving on <sighs> darn <laughs> we'll try again next year lads is there is there anything like that you're curious about podcast wise, maybe? Um cast wise. I mean, I think I got a lot of my questions out on on Q and A's that y'all went over podcast. That's true. You you have kind of. you have contributed to a lot of Q and A's. Um yeah. Uh what's mostly maybe maybe mm-hmm. where I, I was I was gonna say mostly just because I never, you know, expected to get this form of chance I go is you know I knew I could ask questions I just never expected to do it in person so I was like <laughs> I got to the point where I was like you know I've, I'm curious about some stuff I'll, I'll just th- throw the questions into the into the questions channel and see what happens and I think do you, do you pretty much do you have got to bring that back is that what you're telling me we're here we gotta we gotta bring well it's not that it's not that it's gone we just I don't think we've gotten many questions in the last little bit it was a good thing though it was a great like uh is a great way to kind of be like, oh, we don't know what's going on uh, in the show this week, uh, or we need something for like ten minutes, and Q and A is perfect for that, right? Right. I yeah. would, I would, I would say so. I, I quite enjoy, you know, hearing y'all actually do more long form, like question, mm. topic specific question content. Kind of hearing what other people in the server have questions about or kind of like even questions that I personally would never have thought of come mm-hmm. up for discussion and hearing y'all's takes and doing that thing where I pause the podcast and then talk to myself for 30 minutes about the topic y'all just went over. Actually, and then that's the pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's why, that's why you're so ready for this podcast. You've, you've been practicing. <laughs> Sometimes y'all have takes and I'm just like, no. And I have to like have a whole conversation oh. with myself and okay. it's like, Maybe my take is terrible because I've just talked it out. <laughs> I mean, I, I can guarantee you, Wabs and I um, have had so many takes on so many things. We we will not remember them by the next week. Um, however, if you ever do have those, if you want to write them down or throw it in the questions, your take on our takes, I think that'd be really fun because then we then we get some other perspective because we don't really get checked a lot by a lot of people. <laughs> like a lot of people just let let us say stuff and then they just leave it on the internet. <laughs> so I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, so feel free to do that. Uh, okay, I, I think maybe like as we're kind of closing up this 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 different episode, um, I there there were like a bunch of like esports stuff that were like we're gonna leave that to next week. Uh, whoever's mm-hmm. on, if it's me or, or some of the other guys. Um, 
but uh yeah i think the last thing is what would you like to see either and i'm i'm trying to think of like there there's things that obviously i haven't done in a while we haven't done tournaments we haven't done all that and and it's just not in the cards right now right but is there right. certain things about the episodes themselves maybe uh, about the things we put on patreon like what do, what what are some things maybe that, that you'd like to see in the future you know, I feel the podcast right now is a lot of flat planes. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of corners going on anymore. So maybe maybe some corners and some jingles would be nice. You know what I'm saying? Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. So we, we need we need at least to, to table it. So like when you're listening at work, you can kind of be like, okay, this is where we are in the show right now. I mean, I think that that could be, that could be nice. Or, or yeah. you know, I just, I just miss corners. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you and uh, you and um, relentless both. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I'd like to thank everyone for listening, um, and I hope you enjoyed the show. I think Doctor Awesomeness, uh, maybe maybe in a future episode that's not so acute interview format, which I like doing from time to time, especially in the first first podcast I'm with someone. But maybe it'd be fun to have you on, like on an esports type thing or. Or something oh more like like long form discussion where we just have two topics and maybe like Wabs is on as well or stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that might be fun. So just just potential future things. I'm not I'm not locking you down or anything. Uh, but yeah, I like to thank everyone listening. And I guess the last thing, uh, the most important thing, uh, do you have any any homework for our listeners? First, I would like to say that I'm realizing I'm gonna have to listen to this podcast when it comes out and hear my own voice. So that should be that should be wonderful. Okay. But homework? Hey, homework. 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 Let's see. Let's see. If anything, for those who do still listen to the podcast, you know, maybe maybe throw a question in or two or, you know, maybe maybe say hi. You know what I'm saying? Get some get some get some new friends from from the from the Discord channel to play Rocket League with. I, I, know, like that. I, I know a lot of you are skulking around <laughs> and need people to play Rocket League with. I see I see you guys out here, okay? Like make some new friends. Make some new friends new... to play Rocket League with. That's my that's my homework to you guys. Amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh so with that all being said, thank you all for listening. Uh there's definitely if you if you're interested in esports, there's been like some heavy esports discussion happening. Uh, which which I've, I haven't even gotten a track of, but like they just they just went wild there. Uh, so if you're if you're into that, definitely join the Discord, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, bye bye, bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.